Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 30th of August. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right. Well, it was game on last night in the US. The Nasdaq closing up 1.74% doing very well. NVIDIA hitting a record high, I think it was, in the US on the back of a deal it did with Google on an AI partnership. But as usual, this is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Well, as I said, the Nasdaq 1.74% higher, 13,943 0.76. We mustn't forget the 0.76. Looking at the other scores on the doors, uh, we have the Dow Jones up 293 points or 0.85%. 34,853. Is this the bull market you've been looking for? The Dow had a high of 304 points up and a low of minus 29. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as always. 64 points up. 1.45%. Oh, so close to the 4,500 level. The VIX volatility index, as you would expect, with all this bullishness in the US, fell 4.2% to 14.45. 14.45 back to those very low levels. ASX SPY futures. Well, we had a good day yesterday, up 51 points or 0.7 of a percent. We're going to see another good day today, up another 47 points on the SPY at least, uh, up around 0.66 of a percent. Resources doing well yesterday and headlines on Bloomberg as well today, talking about China uh, expanding some of the stimulus. They have a Politburo meeting uh, in the coming weeks and there is uh, thoughts, hopes and prayers that they will be getting the bazooka out to some extent. But certainly the US last night, NVIDIA leading the charge more than 6% high. Sorry, let's start again. NVIDIA leading the charge, rising tech stocks with a gain of more than 4%, not 6%. Uh, Meta, Tesla, Apple and Microsoft all ending the day higher. Meta up 2.7%, Microsoft up 1.4% there. Apple announced the date for its next generation of iPhones. I think it's iPhone 72 or something, but it was up 2.2%, so looking pretty good. There were some tech results after hours, uh, which weren't quite so good, but uh, the US market certainly on a bit of a rip. And US 10-year yields and two-year yields absolutely smacked last night. A US 10-year yields down to 4.12%, 9.2 basis points down. US two years, 4.894, down 11.6. The Aussie down to 4.068, down 3.9 basis points. So we did see some job openings from the US and Labor Turnover Survey showing a decline in open listings in July, which is a sign of of a cooling economy, so they say. There was also last night a uh, big move in Bitcoin, up 6.5% on the back of a court decision that could mean a 
Bitcoin ETF is on the way. So that is uh, good news there. The S&P 500 notched up its first two-day advance of, a, of the month. August has not been a particularly good month uh, for the Dow. Uh, it is down around 1.9% for the month. The S&P 500 down around 1.9% and NASDAQ down around 2.8%. But I guess all that could change. But certainly the US on a bit of a roll last night. AMD up 3.2. Netflix up 2.9. Tesla having a mighty good day up 7.7%. Amazon up 1.3. Alphabet Spaghetti up 2.8. US banks also going well. JP Morgan up 0.8. Goldman's up 2% and Morgan Stanley up 1.4%. That will bode well for Macquarie today, which had a relatively okay day yesterday. Having been in the doldrums for some time, uh, we could start to see Macquarie kick in this environment. So all things looking good for our market today. Spy Futures, as I said, up 47 points or 0.66% there uh, today. But we could see a little bit more, I fancy, uh, given what's happening in the US bond market. Higher now, we do seem to be getting into the peak kind of rhetoric that we have uh, been toying with. But certainly it's not a question now of how high, but I suspect how long. We've gone from competing in the high jump to competing in the long jump. There, of course, is the triple jump to come. All right, we're now looking at commodities overseas last night. Brent crude, the oil price up 1.4%, $1.16, 85.51. WTI up 59 cents, 0.73. 8109. Gold price having a big lift last night as the US dollar index came under pressure, with the US dollar coming under pressure on the back of those cooling jobs numbers. Of course, we do have non farm payroll and the uh, PCE, that inflation indicator that the Fed loves to watch. But gold up $17.40, 0.9 of a percent. 1937 Platinum doing well up 1.4, silver up 2% as well. On the LME, which is back open after uh, Monday's bank holiday, copper up 1.2%, nickel down 0.7, aluminium up 0.7, zinc up 2.3, lead up 1.2, ton down 0.4. We did see iron ore better yesterday, not a lot, but we'll take it, 0.3 of a percent. Coal also a little bit better, but lithium still under a little bit of pressure. However, You wouldn't see that in the commodity prices of what? Well, the stocks anyway. BHP up 2.2% in ADR terms. That's American Depository Receipts. If you don't know what they are, Google it. Rio up 0.1, sorry, 1%, 0.99% to be exact. We saw Glencore up 2.9, Freeport up 3.2, Vale up 3.2%, Anglo up 3.1, Arbamal having a big, big night last night, 4.3% higher in the lithium space. Piedmont Lithium as well doing well, up 6.1%. Maybe that Sayona is washing through after the shock announcement of their CEO leaving. Livent up 3.1% and Sigma up 1%. So we should see some good gains today in our lithium sector. ResMed up 1.3% as well. CBA overseas up 1.2%. In Europe, the banks there were better. Barclays having a stonkingly good day, up 4.2%. Lloyd's up 2.7%. Deutsche up 1.4%. And used to be smart, UBS up 0.4% of a percent. But as usual, we are getting to the tail end of reporting season and plenty of reports to come at the moment. Uh, We have got um, Kelsian out at the moment. 
Uh, they are keeping their dividends steady at 9.5 cents, even though profits sunk in 22-23. Revenues were up 9.3% to $1.42 billion, but net profits slumped by 60% to $21 million because of labour shortages in its commuter bus operations and one-offs. So um, that is uh, not so good. But the big one today, Flight Center has declared a final dividend of 18 cents for the financial year, recorded underlying earnings before tax and amortization at 302 or 301.6 to be uh, exact. Let's have a little bit of a delve further into the Flight Center numbers. Underlying EBITDA 301.6, the market was going for 300.9. Underlying profit before tax 106, which was pretty much in line. Revenue bang in line as well. Group total transaction volumes uh, or value 21.94, a little bit shy. Uh, Outlook, further leisure and corporate TTV growth, that's total transaction value. And gradual revenue margin increases. So a little bit of uh, positive news there. We also have Brambles out this morning, lifting its dividends. Uh, Price hikes fuel point profits growth, it says. Final dividend to US 14 cents a share. That's up from 12 US cents a share. Net profit climbed. That's net profit after tax climbed 19% to 703.3 million US. Uh, the company, which has 360 million pallets, uh, pushed through hefty price increases to claw back those inflationary costs. They are not alone. Sales revenue up 14% to 6.08 billion US. Volumes down 2%. This has certainly been a major feature of reporting season, is that companies have used the cloak of inflation. It's been very useful to push through some serious price rises, even though they lose volume. They had brambles with volumes down 2%. It certainly has helped in terms of profitability. So that is uh, some good news there. All right, other news out this morning as well. 29 Metals is in a trading hall. Pending a capital raise. Well, that's not much of a surprise there, is it? Uh, certainly, uh, that has been well telegraphed, and the market has been front-running that like a bilio, to be honest. Uh, we've got uh, GDG, General uh, Generation Development Group, underlying NPAT 7.2, up 35%. Don't really care about that. Uh, and we have got uh, ABA, which is Oswide Bank reporting FY underlying NPAT 25.1, year ago 25 million. Uh, the outlook is important, I guess, because it's a bank. Challenging lending environment due to interest rate uncertainty. Profitable growth challenges. Well, that doesn't sound particularly good anyway, does it? All right, well, we'll leave that one alone for now. Uh, we've also had some uh, news out this morning from Dreadnought Resources. Commences drilling at, Mon- at the money intrusion at the Mangaroon Project. Uh, Carnarvon out this morning as well, reported FY NPAT loss of $4.1 million. Not really that interesting. And in other news this morning, uh, Sayona and Piedmont, uh, some news out from that. They had a very rocky old ride in the last few days, down 20%, up 20%. Uh, Piedmont Lithium has noted the departure of Brett Lynch from Sayona, but it will not affect development at the jointly owned North American Lithium Mine. Piedmont CEO Keith Phillips said things are going really well at NAL, apart from losing, of course, the CEO. Uh, Some market moves in terms of brokers. EML payments upgraded to a market weight from underweight at Wilson's. A target increased to 98 cents from 42 cents. Sorry, Uh, the stock price did rally 35 odd percent yesterday. So 
Never mind, Wilson's. Good try. Uh, Star Entertainment upgraded to a buy from hold at Jefferies. Target increased to $1.33 from $1.09 there at Jefferies. APM Human Services upgraded to a buy from a hold at Bell Potter. Target increased to $2.21 from $2.04. Uh, ABC, which had a horror day yesterday, uh, upgraded to a neutral from underweight at JP Morgan. Target increased to $2.30. Uh, also noted that the target was raised in recent days to $2.20 prior to the big fall yesterday. So they didn't really get that one particularly right. Uh, the company announced yesterday there would be no final dividend and they would be protecting their balance sheet because of the uh, investment they needed to make in Kiwana that uh, refinery there. Mineral Resources upgraded to a buy from neutral at City. Target increased to 79 bucks from 75.50. I expect to see a lot of upgrades for Mineral Resources. Good number yesterday. And now with iron ore improving, China improving, and uh, maybe some uh, rising in the lithium space, uh, that should help. Fisher and Paykel upgraded to an outperform from underperform at CLSA. Target though decreased. I never understand brokers. Target decreased to $22.50 from $30, but it's been upgraded to an outperform from an underperform. So there you go. Uh, ABC downgraded to underperform from neutral at Macquarie. Target cut to two bucks from $2.45. Star Entertainment upgraded to an outperform from neutral at Macquarie. Target remains $1.25. Tyro, which had a great day yesterday, Upgraded to market weight from underweight at Wilson's. Target increased to $1.37 from $1.33. Not exactly massive there. Um, and uh, some news out this morning as well from Hanson Technologies. The MD Andrew Hanson has offloaded a $37.8 million stake at $5.40. It was placed with a few local and offshore fund managers, according to unnamed sources. The family had been unable to get the sale done the prior evening via a different broker uh, that was handled uh, by, uh, I'm not sure who it was handled by, but uh, they've obviously got that one away. Cooper Energy upgraded to neutral from sell at Goldman Sachs. Uh, not very interesting there. Mineral Resources upgraded to positive from neutral at Evans & Partners. Target increased to 78 bucks from $71. Uh, an alternate view, of course, is from Jardins, which have downgraded to sell from underweight at Jardins. They've cut their price to $45.90 from $49.60. That is what makes a market, people. Some have got valuations of $75 plus, and Jardins have got a valuation of $46. As they say, that is very much what makes a market. Baron Joey also downgraded mineral resources to neutral from overweight. Uh, target cut to $71.50 from 80 bucks. So again, uh, that is what makes a market. We do have today in the economic front, the CPI at 11.30. What are we expecting? Well, TD Securities is expecting the July CPI to print at 5%. A consensus is around 5.2. That is extending the drop from 5.4%. NABS is going for 4.9% year on year from 5.4 uh, and the 5.2 consensus there. So uh, that is going to be of interest, but it's another big day. We have only got one more day to go in terms of results. Helios out this morning, no final dividend. Uh, the intention to resume dividend payments as soon as practicable. Uh, recorded a non-cash impairment charge of nearly $350 million relating to its pathology division. And Prosper has doing anything but 
prospering. Uh, it has now recorded a $44.9 million loss after tax. Higher than expected arrears have forced the SME lender to provision away more for potential loan losses. This is interesting. 90-day-plus delinquencies. These guys lend to small and medium-sized businesses. 90-day-plus delinquencies jumped from 1.9% this time last year to 3.4%. Bad debts nearly doubling to 9.9% of Prosper's average gross loans. So not a good look there. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. It's going to be another big day. We are coming to the end of reporting season. Thankfully, one more day to go, and then it will be all over bar the shouting. But thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.